What's going on, everybody? Hope you had a great week today. It is Friday morning as I am recording this, and well, more like Friday afternoon, so it'll probably be still dropping like, I don't know, 30 minutes from whenever I'm done. So still, afternoon. I have no point there. Anyways, um, welcome on back. Today, we're going to be talking about uh, episode four of Kenobi and um, episode one of Miss Marvel. Now, I'm going to I'm gonna talk about the one that I actually think is worse. And this might surprise literally everybody because as much as I am a Star Wars fan, Kenobi episode four was just mid. It was average. It was it was an entire redo of Jedi Fallen Order at the end. Um, <clears throat> if anybody has played the Jedi Fallen Order game, it is an amazing video game. Anybody that likes Assassin's Creed, I would say check this out. It reminds me a lot of Assassin's Creed with some of the dynamics and everything. Um, there's a lot of similarities, but there's a lot of differences. And of course, if you love a good Star Wars story, then buy it. And don't be fooled when it says EA because Respawn Entertainment really made it. And I know that's like under EA, but they really, they really knew what they were doing and they made an amazing game. And that's why we're going to have like five of those games and hopefully they just get better and better. But in that game, Cal Kestis is looking for a, like, um, I think it was a holocron that like reveals the where the children are i'm pretty sure like the children force sensitive children and in the end of the game you fight this one inquisitor i think it's seventh sister like a couple times and um you end up fighting her at inquisitor fortress but the way you break into the thing it's like kenobi did literally everything that cow did and this was the events of Fallen Order are five years before Kenobi. So to me, it's like, how did the Empire not amp up their security? Another thing is it's a very filler, like, um, it's a very filler episode. And when we have six episodes in a season, I believe that it's, I believe that they should have utilized it better. Now, I've already been hearing some things, and if this is true, then this is very stupid and enraging. Um, apparently, they have changed the ending of Kenobi because they are seeing that Kenobi is doing very well for them. So now they want to do a season two of Kenobi. This is a rumor out there. It's not really official, but if this is facts, and this is why we're getting like this filler episode and if episode five and six are just lame then that's going to really disappoint the entire star wars fan base because as we know um well first of all as we know the star wars fan base can be easily triggered by anything and there is a complete reason of why that is it is an almost 50 year franchise um in 2027 it'll be 50 years old and we all look at star wars and we kind of a lot of people, I think, uh, look at it as something uh, like spiritual or something. Because if you look at the story, there's a lot of like 
themes from a lot of different religions or whatever. But then you look at it and it's like, well, this is one of the oldest franchises that is still out there. Now, I'm sure like Marvel and Bat- like DC, yes, they might. They might be older, actually. I'm pretty sure they are, but they didn't get film or TV adaptations until for Batman. I would say the 80s. I would not count that Batman TV show with Adam West because that's not really Batman. Like that was the Batman detective comics, not the dark and gritty Batman we see today. And the same thing goes with Marvel, of course. Marvel started with Iron Man in, I think like 2008 or something like that. And then of course, it's been around for a while, you know. Uh, we have Marvel over here. We're going on a lot of years. I can't really, I don't know when it actually started. But anyways, you have those two franchises that are super big. And actually, Marvel is bigger than Star Wars right now because Star Wars is not being handled properly. Now, there is a road to success, and I probably will make an entire youtube video or podcast on this um talking about the road to success with star wars and where we where the brand failed and how it can recover from that failure and trust me there's a lot of failures and it's bad it's really bad i think i actually might do this as a maybe like a bonus podcast or something next week i don't know uh, if I have the time, I probably will this weekend just research into that and make an entire timeline. But with the Kenobi episode, I mean, it was it was cool, I guess. But it was literally just a rescue mission for Leia. It was super short. It was like 38 minutes. And it was just, it was so stupid. And like the fact that you go from episode three, which was really awesome to episode four and you had to wait seven days for that it's just disappointing it's almost like it's like a fraction of when you went from episode seven the force awakens which was average and a lot of people had problems with it and at the time i didn't but now looking back i do and i can make an entire thing on that And then you go to episode eight, which I absolutely had a problem with when I watched. It's like a fraction of that because with seven to eight, that was a two year gap while we have a seven day gap. So I don't know. It was very disappointing. Uh, It was kind of cool to see some things like there's a tomb, I guess, of like frozen and tree sap looking things like we're watching Jurassic Park over here it really did look like we're watching Jurassic Park and we have these like Jedi trapped in sap and um all that um Vader was so just underwhelming in this episode he literally starts force choking Reva and then Reva's like I put the tracker on him and then he's just like oh well I underestimated you like no no Vader in the comics has chopped off hands of the Inquisitors. In fact, I don't know what comic this is, but I saw a panel and Vader punished eighth brother by chopping off eighth brother's hand. And yes, the eighth brother is in uh, Kenobi. Oh, maybe it's sixth. 
or fifth. I get my numbers mixed up with these guys, but the guy with the hat, I think it is fifth, brother. Man, this is embarrassing to fail on your inquisitors. Um, his hand was chopped off for disrespecting Vader or something, and Grand Inquisitor was like, well, he was like, my lord, isn't that um, a little bit too far? And Vader's like, every time, he says something like, every time he looks at that hand, he will understand, like, the pain or something. I forgot what he said. Anyways, basically, main point is Vader is ruthless in the comics. And you're going to let me expect that Vader is not going to chop Reva's hand off or something like that. Like, and especially at this time, 10 years after Revenge of the Sith, when he's just been sitting around, probably hasn't done a lot yet. I mean, he did show himself to Cal five years ago. And we don't, yeah, like five years ago. But it's like, Vader should be insane right now. He should be almost like Thanos in Infinity War. Not Endgame, but Infinity War. Where he's just going out there and destroying everybody, being an absolute legend. Um, but yeah, that's, that's that, you know. Um, I mean, look, there's still hope. And next episode, I'm sure, will be great. Um, but just, Kenobi was... I really don't have much to say. It was really just a rescue mission. And Reva interrogates Leia. And it was just very lame and like a waste of my time. Um, but anyways, Miss Marvel. Now, Miss Marvel, I thought, was going to be a terrible show. And yes, it is very... It's not super Disney Channel because the effects are actually fine and the acting is actually good. Um, and it's different in the Marvel Universe. And that's what we've been getting this year, I think. I mean, first off with Moon Knight, like a psychological thriller. Then we got a horror movie with Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which I probably will be doing a review with Josh um, on June 22nd. And maybe with Liam from Random with Liam, I have no idea. Um, and then we get this, which is like a coming-of-age story um, about Miss Marvel becoming her superhero self and becoming Captain Marvel's like apprentice. So, with all that being said, you know, like that's that was the framework that I went that uh, I could see it now as when I went into the show, I was like, all right, is this actually good? Cause people were actually online like, oh wow, this is actually a really great uh, show. So I watched it and it's very creative. Like the art style, um, a lot of different things are creative. You kind of have to have your eyes peeled. There's a lot of art involved in the city, in Jersey city. Um, it plays into her religion, oh, I think a bit um as being a muslim and um that was an interesting dynamic actually because her mother and father well her mother is extremely strict doesn't want her touching these gauntlet thingies like these little arm braces that of course she touches for her cosplay costume to become captain marvel and then of course that's what gives her her superpower 
Um, and then what's it called? Um, oh, there's like this entire thing about <clears throat> how her mom does not want her going to AvengerCon uh, dressed up like Captain Marvel because it's a quote-unquote skimpy outfit in her opinion because it's like I guess a tight suit so there's a lot of like that type of thing that plays into her religion and all this uh which that was interesting her friend who makes the gadgets like this has to be the stupidest and cheesiest part of the show but it's like every like halfway through the episode you already find out this guy likes her and it's just like so cringy of disney thing like that's the only thing that like was unsettling i'm like oh great this is this is awesome um but AvengerCon was interesting it revealed some things i think there's two well no more, more like one there's one thing that i'll talk about one we see a thing that's like hailing the heroes of earth and of course the avengers is what they're talking about uh because it's AvengerCon, and we see only iron man and black widow which made me like question it for a bit like wait but cap is dead so does the world not know that cap is dead but then i forgot and i thought back to falcon and winter soldier i'm like oh no because the mantle of cap lives on but then even when i'm talking about it like that it's like well the mantle of iron man could live on as iron heart with tony's daughter if they wanted to do that or pepper Potts could just become iron woman or tom holland could literally just become a spider iron man which would be just stupid in my opinion maybe it would come off cool i really hope they don't do that but it's like you're treating captain america as a title and you're not like steve was the guy you know, Steve was the war hero. Steve fought the Nazis back in World War II. Steve then became frozen, you know, fought the super soldiers, and led us to victory in the Infinity War. But in this poster thing at AvengerCon, they just kind of like forget that. And I'm like, that's, that's very weird because Captain America was a huge death in Endgame, in my opinion. I mean, like, you, I think the biggest death, of course, was Iron Man. And for me, that was surprising. But at least you knew where it was going at a certain point. I don't know which one was more surprising, Iron Man or Black Widow. I would probably actually say Black Widow. Because that was a fight, you're, you're like, who's going to win this fight? And then Black Widow dies. But like with Iron Man, that was a very major death. Black Widow as well. And Cap, I think, is was the biggest for me, probably. And I was like, well, at least we got Cap. And then he's like, I want to have a happy ending. I'm like, oh, no. And so it's not like I don't want Cap to have a happy ending. But, you know, we lose Cap. He gives the shield to falcon falcon takes it and then of course we see what happened in falcon winter's world and i'm just thinking to myself like 
Okay, but how come the citizens only see Captain America as a title? It's very... It's all really bizarre. It's like, do they really know that Cap is... Like, that Steve is dead? Do they think that Steve just retired, you know? I have no idea. But all I know is that the Miss Marvel episode was good. I have no idea who the villain is at all. And that is a bit disappointing, I think, because every superhero show I think that we've seen establishes the villain in episode one. Like, with WandaVision, you're still trying to figure out who is the villain, but I was suspicious of Agatha because she just seemed very too animated and fake um and then of course in falcon and winter soldier i'm pretty sure in episode one it establishes like anti-cap of course at the end i'm like all right this guy's gonna be the villain along with the flag smashers and that kind of proves to be true of course um and then we have in loki where the villain and loki the like that even kind of gets established in episode one or two. Like at the, well, I guess Loki is the only exception because you don't really understand who the villain is till the end of the series. I don't know. It's just like for Miss Marvel, this is like your typical Marvel show. It's kind of like, um, Hawkeye and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Like those those two shows. You could say are the weaker ones, even though I really love Hawkeye. You could say definitely that those are two of the weaker ones because they did not perform that well in Disney Plus because it was like a six-hour Marvel movie, not an engaging and new thing. Because like WandaVision, Loki, Moon Knight, and of course What If, which I still have not finished, but I will soon. Those all were different, of course, because like with WandaVision, you're going through the TV decades and you don't even know what's going on. And it's a giant mystery that gets unraveled over time. With Loki, you start it where he picks up the Tesseract in Endgame. And then, of course, is transported to the desert. The TVA is like, you screwed up our timeline. You're, now you're going to go to jail. Then we learn about Loki's past. But then it kind of shifts gears to where you learn about female Loki as well. And the variants and everything and you must fight like find the variants and capture the variants but and loki ends up trusting and then later on falling in love with the variant and then we learned that the tva is a sham like that was an entire i would say mystery crime thing as it starts out as crime and then just devolves into mystery and multiverse mayhem and then with, of course with moon knight you're like first episode absolutely amazing it's like what in the world is happening this guy is losing his mind i was losing my mind because i was just tripping out and i'm like what is happening no answers psychological thriller and then we have this marvel where it's like okay well you should have established the villain on episode one as at least even with like hawkeye you see okay there's a gang here and then later on you understand that kingpin is the villain which was cool. I don't know. Anyways, that's my long convoluted talk on Miss Marvel Episode 1 and Kenobi Episode 4. 
next week, probably on Thursday or like late Thursday night or Friday, you'll see the my review for Kenobi episode five and Miss Marvel episode two. And yeah, I'm gonna try to review a couple more shows that I actually really enjoy on Disney Plus. Um, there's like one in particular that I really, really love, and I think I'll make it a two-parter because it's a six. It's like six hours of watching, and uh, I think it's amazing. But not everybody will, so I'll just summarize it and break it down and talk about what I really love and enjoy. But anyways. All I said, have a great summer and uh, stay tuned throughout the summer. You know, we're going to be making content every week, Sundays, which I'll get back on to Mondays or not Mondays, sorry, <laughs> Sundays, Wednesdays and Thursdays when these series are going on. So that won't be much longer. Um, and then, of course, oh, yeah, Mondays on YouTube. Whenever I upload.